When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It's Monday evening, June the 11th. The Astros are coming off a four-game sweep of the Texas Rangers. And in this episode... We are going to go over some Astros news, and then we're going to recap the three games played on the weekend uh, as the Astros finished up the sweep. So after that, the Astros are 42 and 25, Seattle's 41 and 24, so they are tied for first in the West. Seattle does have a slight winning percentage edge at 631 to 627. But they do play the Angels tonight in a late game at 9 o'clock. So when we wake up tomorrow, we could be in first or we could be in second. So like I said, the Astros sweep the Rangers four games to zero. They wrap up the silver boot. They're up 10 games to four with five games left. They do have a five-game winning streak. Next up for the Astros is Oakland. They're 34-32. and And they are the only team the Astros will face with a winning record all the way till the All-Star break. And Oakland is 18 and 16 at home. And the Astros are 23 and 11 on the road. George Springer had a leadoff home run on Sunday. That was number five on the year. He does lead the major leagues in that. And he is now number two all time for the Astros with 23. Joe Smith, who has been doing very well lately, was sent to the 10-day disabled list, and Raymond Gujuan gets called up to take his place. As you know, McCann is back, and Fedorowicz was sent back to AAA, and Carlos Correa, who's been day-to-day for about a week, four days or so, he should be back on Thursday. So now let's recap these these games, I already on my last podcast, I already went over the Thursday's win. So Friday, it was Verlander against Fister. Verlander went six innings, gave up three runs on five hits. He had three walks and nine strikeouts. He did give up a home run, and his ERA is now 1.45. McHugh and Harris both came in and... Uh, through scoreless innings, so that was pretty good. Uh, a nice day overall for the Astros as they win 7-3. to three. Uh, Chu got everything started in the first with a leadoff, and then uh, Astros returned four, or they replied with four in the top of the second. Gaddis single, Reddick walked, Marwin singled in Gaddis to tie it up. Kemp got a single, brought in Reddick, it was 2-1, to one. and then Springer got a double, Marwin and Kemp scored. That made it 4-1. to one. And then in the bottom of the third, Mazzara got a double. 
That scored to Shields and Chu to make it four to three. Top of the fifth, Bregman hit a home run to make it five to three. And then top of the seventh, Jose Altuve with a two-run home run, bringing in Alex Bregman. Your final score was seven to three. Verlander got the win. Saturday, the Astros won a close one, four to three. Uh, top of the first, Bregman had a double. Uh, he brought in Springer, that made it one to zero, and Yuli singled in Bregman to make it two to zero. Now, Charlie Morton got the start in this, and I'll tell you what he did later, but uh, I don't know. It's unbelievable what he did, and we still got away with the win. And it's very surprising, another bad outing by Morton, but uh, bottom of the second, Odor hit by a pitch, and then two walks loaded the bases, a fielding error by Altuve, made it two to one, Mazzara had a sacrifice fly to make it two to two. So all that happened, and we only gave up two runs, so we were lucky there. Top of the fifth, Stassi hit a sixth homer of the year to give the Astros the lead three to two. And then in the bottom of the fifth, Odor had a double, and then Guzman singled him in to make it three to three. And then uh, top of the seventh with one out, Stassi got a walk, and Kemp got a single. And with two outs, Springer singled in Stassi, and the Astros win four to three. So Charlie Morton went three and two-thirds of an inning. This is an amazing stat line. He gave up two runs on one hit. He had six walks, and he hit four batters. He hit Profar in the first, Odor and Profar in the second, and Chirinos in the third. So he walked six batters, hit four of them, and he gave up two runs in less than four innings. So that's really crazy that we even won. So Peacock came in. He threw an inning and two-thirds. He gave up one run on three hits. Sip, another scoreless inning for Sip. He did give up a walk, though. Uh, Devo had a hold, one and two-thirds inning, no hits. And then Rondon came in. He uh, walked a guy and gave up a hit, but with two runners on and one out, he picked up the save after he uh, got the benefit of a double play to end the game. So that was a game we almost lost. I was getting a little nervous, but we got lucky. Uh, you got Morton hitting four people, six walks, and then you got Texas with two runners on with one out. Um, this was a game we probably should have lost. and I think we got lucky winning that one. So Sunday was another close game. So we did sweep these guys, but uh, the Saturday and Sunday's games were not uh, easy ones. Dallas Keuchel got the start in this. Uh, the Astros gave him a 6-0 to zero lead, and I posted on Twitter, is six runs enough for Dallas Keuchel to get a win? 6-0 to zero lead. So he ended up going 4-3, he gave up 13 hits and six runs. So apparently, six runs is not enough. Tony Sipp came in, another scoreless inning. Tony Sipp doing his job. 
I don't think I'll be hearing anybody say anything bad about him. Uh, Giles, in an unfamiliar role, he came in in the middle of the game and threw an inning and two-thirds, didn't give up any runs. So that was pretty good. Usually he comes in at the end of the game with a lead and he gives up a couple, but this time he comes in in the middle. Maybe not as much pressure. Maybe that's what he needs. So Harris came in and he gave up one run on two hits and uh, he blew the save. He had the save opportunity and uh, he blew it. So I think Harris is one of the people that is on the top three list of uh, Astros that the uh, fans are getting tired of. So Rondon came in and he pitched one inning, struck out the side and got a save. So in this game, it was started by George Springer's leadoff home run. The Astros go up one to zero, and then Gaddis had a uh, RBI single. Astros up two to zero. Then with two outs in the second, Kemp walked. Springer got a single. Bregman tripled both of them in four to zero. Altuve doubled Bregman in five to zero, and then Yuli singled in Altuve. Astros up. 6-0 to zero after an inning and a half. Uh, but this is where uh, everything unraveled for Dallas Keiko. Bottom of the second, Chu had a two-RBI single to make it 6-2. to two. Bottom of the third, Perez had a two-RBI single to make it 6-4. to four. And in the bottom of the fifth, Texas scored after Kiner Falefa doubled and a throwing error by Bregman made it 6-5. to five. And then Perez got a bunt sacrifice. And then Guzman got a single to make it 6-6. Dallas was done after five innings. Um, They spotted him six runs and he could not, he couldn't hold it together. So Yuli gave the lead back to the Astros with his second homer of the year, 7-6. And in the bottom of the eighth with Will Harris pitching two outs in the bottom of the eighth, Mazzara got a double. Beltran singled him in to tie things up. Then we go to the ninth inning, and if unless you've been under a rock, you heard about this. Springer walked. He moved to second on a wild pitch. Bregman then struck out. And Springer at second, without two they up, they went ahead and walked him. They gave him an intentional walk. So we got runners on first and second. Yuli was up next. He flied out and Springer moved to third. Altuve then stole second. We had a runner on second and third. And then Springer scores on a balk by the Texas pitcher. Initially, initial, um, initially, initially, god dang it. Uh, it wasn't called on the field. And then A.J. Hinch ran out, pointed it out that everybody on the bench for Houston realized that it was a balk. Uh, Hinch went out and somehow he talked him into calling it. So they called it. He scored. Bannister runs out of the dugout, blows up on the umpires, and uh, he gets tossed out of the game. So that's the first time I've ever seen something not get called on the field and the manager talked him into calling it. And that was Bannister's point when they interviewed him after the game. He said that uh, I wasn't aware that uh, the the manager could talk him into it. 
So let's look ahead just a little bit. I'm trying to figure out who pitches the first game of the Oakland series. I think it's McCullers. McCullers against that guy with the mustache, Mengden. So it's McCullers and Mengden. Uh, McCullers has a 7-3 record, and Daniel Mengden has a 6-5 record. But he actually has a better ERA. So McCullers, his ERA is deceptive because he's given up 15 runs in two outings. But he's been lights out since he's done that. So his ERA is a little skewed. Uh, and I'm not sure why this guy has a 6-5 and five record, but that should be a pretty good game. And then uh, the second game of the series, I believe it's Garrett Cole. It's Garrett Cole against Phil Blackburn. So Phil Blackburn is only 1-0 with a 1.5. Um, he missed the first two months of the season, but... Uh, he had his debut on Thursday against Kansas City. He only gave up one run on three hits in six innings. But he's facing Garrett Cole, who is awesome. And uh, it should be a good matchup. And then I know the third game of the series is Verlander. And he is facing Frankie Montas. I guess that's how you say his name. And this guy's 3-0 and with a 1.25 ERA. So... The second and the third game of the series is matching up people with similar ERAs and stuff, but the uh, A's pitchers is more of a smaller sample size, and Verlander and Cole have proven that they are good this year, and actually they're awesome this year. So maybe they're going to be good matchups. Uh, McCullers matchup, the first one looks good. And these two look like two guys that have proven themselves this year against two guys that haven't really done it long enough, but they're looking good. Once again, you got Verlander and Cole in a two, I mean, in a three-game series. You give them the advantage right away. We should win this series uh, two to one at the minimum and possibly get a sweep. If you do watch the games like I do, get ready to hear those stupid drums banging the entire time that Oakland is at bat. So anyway, that is this episode. Sorry that it went so long, but we did have a lot to cover. Hopefully most of y'all are still with me at this point. But uh, thanks a lot for listening, and we will see you next time on Houston Astros Baseball. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.